the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Being off yesterday uh, denied me the opportunity to, in as uh, rapid a fashion as possible, be able to weigh in on uh, Humpty Dumpty Biden falling off his bicycle. Not a moving bicycle, a stationary bicycle. No, 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 not a Peloton or, <laughs> you know, an exercise bicycle. He was uh, riding a bike at the beach in Delaware. And he stopped to talk to reporters, and bam, timber, down goes Biden. Down goes Biden. And then he got up, and uh, later on that day or that weekend, he uh, apparently still salty from the uh, strawberry that he had from uh, falling on the pavement, had this testy interchange with a reporter. I, 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 I promise. even more likely than ever. Not the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. Okay, I hate when he does this. He, like, insults somebody, and then he realizes, oh, this makes me look Trumpian, and so I'm going to say, nah, I'm joking, I'm joking. Hey, hey, you look really fat and ugly in that outfit. Oh, I'm joking. Just kidding. No, he's not kidding. Uh, the interchange continues. But all kidding aside... No, I don't think it is. I was uh, talking to Larry Summers this morning, and uh, there's nothing inevitable about a recession. Mm. Now, remember this statement, please. There is nothing inevitable about a recession. This is becoming a popular phrase from the Biden administration. Recession is not inevitable. You can find Janet Yellen saying it. Corinne Jean-Pierre saying it, assuming someone wrote it down for her to read it to you. All of the Steve, the, the, uh, the Steve, Brian Deese, the head of the National Economic Council, he said recession is not inevitable. When I hear recession is not inevitable, I also hear a few other things. I hear inflation is transitory. I hear uh, the Afghanistan withdrawal was an extraordinary success. I hear mm, we've created 8 million jobs. This is the greatest economy of all time. And I also hear Epstein killed himself. Yes, we have an array of phrases that the Biden administration keeps feeding us. And if saying it made it true, well, wouldn't we be in a wonderful situation? But the fact is, when Joe Biden talks about creating 8 million jobs... We remain one half million jobs below where we were in March of 2020 when we shut everything down for COVID. And I remember at the time 
sitting in my chair during my morning quiet time, having an array of thoughts, and you probably did too. Think back to that time. It was scary. Fear of the unknown. I remember being alarmist, telling my kids, no, you can't go see your friends. No, 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 no. I was afraid of the mammoth mystery germ out there. And I remember thinking, wow, we're canceling the NBA season and we're canceling the NCAA tournament and the Stanley Cup playoffs and nobody can go to work. And what if this is the end? What if there is a plague out there? And then a couple weeks later, I started to think, well, this is perhaps a prudent move, but I'm a little bothered by the fact that Always before, my belief was nobody could ever take over America. We are protected by the oceans, Atlantic and Pacific, and Canada is certainly not going to attack us, and Mexico is not going to attack us, at least not in one fell swoop. They do it thousands of illegal immigrants at a time. But no way could anybody ever overtake America without an unbelievable war, and we have an amazing military, and we would be able to fight that off. But that morning when I wrote in my journal, I realized... You know, we could be taken over very easily because I didn't see that we could be scared into giving up our freedom. And we were scared into giving up our freedom. And so we stayed home and the economy shut down and we let Mike DeWine tell us that at 9.59 p.m. it was okay to be in a bar. But at 10.01 it wasn't because COVID comes out at 10.01 and it's looking for you nonsensical, stupid, indefensible, non-science-based alarmism. We all fell victim to it or were subjected to it. And predictably, the economy suffered because of it. And so then Joe Biden and the Democrats used that to get rid of Donald Trump. And because... This is what pandemics do. They burn through the population and take out the weakest members and they mutate and new variants happen and over time become weaker and we build up herd immunity. It became time for us to resume our lives and people went back to work and it was fun to go out to eat again and nice to not have to wear a mask and the economy started to grind back into gear. And all Joe Biden had to do was take the W. The victory was there to just be won. All he had to do was not screw it up. But as someone succinctly said the other day, I believe it was Andrew Clavin, everything the Biden administration touches turns to crap. And the problem with that is they touch everything. They can't keep their hands off anything. And they love, because they're Democrats, and they love spending money. I know, Republicans love it too. We've all become drunk on government spending. But it's no fun being elected president if you can't spend trillions of dollars. So instead of just getting elected, walking into office, sitting back and realizing that, (laughs) I can't believe they elected me president. Wow. Joe Biden decided, no, no, he had to be a consequential president, a transformative president. He had to be like a modern-day FDR or LBJ. 
had to do something. And in order to do something, he had to spend as much money as possible. And so he sent us all $1,400 checks, and I knew that was a bad idea. But I'm not a moron because everybody else is spending their $1,400. What on principle was I going to gain by not spending mine? And I took my child care payments, my what was it, $250 a kid and all that. We all did. Because again, you're a sap if other people are taking the money and you don't. And that's why we have 8.6% inflation because the demand was going to come back on its own. But we flooded the market with a lot of money. And funny thing about global supply chains, when you shut everything down, they don't all just start right back up again. So we had a lot more money than we had goods. And we had a lot more demand than we had supply. And that's why we have the inflation that we have. And Joe Biden can talk about recession not being inevitable, even though the GDP declined in the last quarter and we're like two weeks away from finding out if it also declined in the second quarter of this calendar year. And if it did, and it likely has, then recession is not inevitable, will go the way of inflation is transitory. And the Afghan withdrawal was an extraordinary success. And we've created 8 million jobs and Epstein killed himself. It'll be just another conspiracy theory, another statement of fact that proves untrue by the Biden administration. Wait for it. It will happen. We are going to have a recession on top of inflation because Joe Biden couldn't just sit there and do nothing because that's not fun. That's not transformative. That's not a legacy presidency. So he has created a legacy for sure. His legacy he has created is that he has damaged our country's economy and our energy industry to the point that, I hate to tell you, we're addicted to instant fixes. There is no instant fix for this. We're going to get into what the consequences of Biden's policies might be and how far forward they will reverberate before we can get some real traction on coming out of this period. The fix is not going to be fun. I will tell you that. Details next on The Bruce Willis Show. You hear the name Larry Summers a lot when discussions come up about the American economy. Why is that? Why is Larry Summers some kind of uh, rock star when it comes to his opinion? Because Larry Summers was a Biden economic advisor, and Larry Summers was the Treasury Secretary under Bill Clinton. And so Larry Summers gets cited because he is saying things about the economy as mismanaged by Joe Biden that come from someone who obviously is not a conservative partisan. Because if he served with Obama and he served with Clinton, he is a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat. And so his words have greater weight than, say, Art Laffer. Even though Art Laffer is a very smart guy, Art Laffer was a Reagan guy. Okay, of course, Art Laffer is going to lampoon Joe Biden because... Their political ideologies differ. But Larry Summers 
is perfectly aligned politically with Joe Biden. He's just not perfectly aligned with Joe Biden when it comes to the economy, because Larry Summers said we're going to have bad inflation. And now Larry Summers says a recession is inevitable. My best guess is that a recession is ahead. I base that on the fact that we haven't had a situation like the present with inflation above four and unemployment below four without a recession following within a year or two. And so I think the likelihood is that in order to do what's necessary to stop inflation, the Fed is going to raise interest rates enough that the economy will slip into recession. And I think that that view, which was not a common view a couple months ago, yeah. is now the view of a number of statistical models and the view of a range of uh, forecasters and I think will increasingly become a consensus view. Okay, so how bad can it get? What's the fix? Obviously, the Fed is raising interest rates. If you're trying to buy a house right now, and I have a friend who is, I uh, talked to him Sunday, and he said, you know, with interest rates going up, it's just it's just a, a shot because you have a budget of a home you can afford because you're planning on interest rates around three, three and a half percent. Now interest rates are five, climbing towards six. And so the house we thought we could afford can't afford anymore because you basically calculate the house you can afford upon the monthly payment, right? Most people don't pay cash for a house. You're basing it upon your monthly payment. You want to keep your monthly payment in a certain range. You calculate that based on the interest rate. Well, now the interest rate has gone up almost twice of what it was. And over the course of time, that adds hundreds of dollars to your monthly payment, but thousands of dollars. I've seen estimates that could add as much as three to $500,000 to the amount of money you have to pay to pay off your house over the course of 30 years. Okay, so that's one consequence. So how do you fix it? Larry Summers, who said inflation was coming, says that the U.S. must sustain a jobless rate of more than 5% for five years if inflation is to drop. Now, why does he tie inflation dropping to that? Because what is inflation? Inflation is too much money chasing too few goods. See the empty shelves at the store? I told you the story before when I was talking to one of the smartest retailers I know. She owns a very, very, very successful business. It's got a physical location and a major, major online presence. And years ago, I was talking to her about some of the items that they carry in their store, which are limited availability. They're made by local craftsmen. And she said, we can't keep this item in stock. So you know what we have to do? And I said, get him to make more. <clears throat> she said, no, 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 no. I exposed my ignorance. She said, he can't make more. He's making all he can make. I buy all he can make. I got to charge more. See, there were too few goods for the demand, so you charge more because you can. So the only way for inflation to go down is for there to be less money. And one of the ways for there to be less money is for you and me and people who are working not to have jobs, not to make money. And why would that happen? Because companies, back when money was cheap, could borrow money at a really, really low rate. And they said, you know, if I'm borrowing this money at like 
2%. I can add on to my factory, do this. I can maybe some businesses that I, you know, buy, I can get a loan at 2.5%. I can buy a whole subdivision of homes. And I know those homes are going to escalate in value. It'd be irresponsible for me not to go out and buy 30 homes with that money because I can make money on that cheap money. Well, now the Fed is raising the interest rate, so there's less cheap money out there. And those businesses now can't have access to cheap money, so they're not expanding, so they're not hiring. They're laying off. Look for that in coming months. Quote from Larry Summers. We need five years of unemployment above 5% to contain inflation. Right now, employment's at 3.4%. It's very low. Everybody can get a job. Help wanted signs everywhere. Those are going to go away. We need five years of unemployment above 5% to contain inflation. In other words, we need two years of 7.5% unemployment or five years of 6% unemployment or one year of 10% unemployment. This is Larry Summers in a speech in London recently. He said, these are numbers that are remarkably discouraging relative to the Federal Reserve view. Yeah, the Federal Reserve thinks that it can manipulate interest rates and just cause a little bit of pain, but not too much pain. You know what we have in this country, or should have? A little thing called the free market. The free market. Somebody opens a restaurant. They have really good service. They have really good food. And the place is packed. The restaurant across the street, their food is not as good. Their service is not as good. People stop going to that restaurant, they start going to the new restaurant. One restaurant flourishes, one restaurant goes out of business. That is the free market. That is how it's supposed to work. You let consumers determine the value of a service or a product, and you keep your hands off of it. But if you come in and give the restaurant that has the lousy service and the lousy food a subsidy so that it can stay in business even though it is not providing a good service, well, that is when it ceases to be a free market. And that is what the Biden administration loves to do. They love to tinker. They love to have the Federal Reserve jack around with interest rates rather than let the free market decide. They love to prioritize businesses owned by people of color or women's businesses or a big factory like Intel has to come in here and Instead of hiring whatever contractor they want to hire, no, 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 no. You have to hire a certain number of minority contractors. You have to hire a certain number of this kind of contractor. And then it ceases to be a free market. And if you've ever been to the, I don't know, Bureau of Motor Vehicles, you might have an idea what happens when the federal government tries to manage everything and control everything so that it works better. How's that going for you? Oh, you're sitting in line for three hours trying to get your new tags? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that is unfortunately what happens when the feds take over. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.